Ha! Welcome back to another episode of Moral Dilemma. Back in the saddle, baby. My name is Ryan. My name is Eric. I'm Corey. I'm Dan. And you heard it right. <laughs> yeah, Corey. Corey is back with us, baby. Let's Corey's get an applause, but not us, because it'll peak. Corey in the house. We Corey, might get copyrighted for that. When you were lo- younger, that. when that show was out, did you get bullied a little bit? No, not really. Really? Yeah, but I, I mean, people. I remember people saying that, though. Yeah. Corey in the house. Like, anytime you entered your house, did your mom say, Heck yeah. Corey in the house. What a weird show. party every so week. So, I want to ask you a question. So, on a scale of one to ten, how good did I do? <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, what? On the wedding part. Oh, you did okay. Great. Well, first, oh, so that, I first, said one out of ten. One out of ten. I want first, to know. wait one sec before we get to this. Let's back up because okay. he might be lost. Corey well, who cares. Part of the reason why Corey <laughs> hasn't been with us is because he has been hitched and is yeah, married. Did get hitched. Great yeah. wedding. Honestly, pro- I'm trying to think of who may be watching this. My favorite wedding I've been to. <laughs> um, Making well, sure no one. <laughs> the reception <laughs> definitely was interesting. Yeah, we, we, we lost this, the we had this one guy there. That oh, just, we're gonna talk about. We'll, that, we'll get to that. Yeah, okay. I don't want to take Corey's spotlight though, because Corey got married, and that's that's huge. I did get married, and as a, a best friend, I get a little emotional thinking about that day. It was a good day. I, it was actually funny. Uh, Ryan texted me this morning to make sure I was coming tonight, and he was like, he was like. I feel like I haven't seen you in a really long time. I'm getting jealous. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, can you can you can you come to the podcast tonight and eat dinner yeah. with me? It's <laughs> like, yeah, I guess so. Seriously. Um, now, now again, I go back to my yeah. Question. Now, now let's go back. Can now I go back? Up. Yeah, go back. Okay. <clears throat> so, on a scale of one to ten, how did I do? I'd give you a ten. <laughs> a ten? Wow. wow. Oh, I will say that's a little too much. Now that I've been filming weddings. You stepping away from the altar when they kissed, great move. <laughs> great move. I for was a told gamer. that. Gabby saw that online. Yeah. So she was like, yeah. she was like, that's actually a good idea because mm-hmm. yeah. someone was, a photographer was commenting that like in a bunch of the weddings they'd worked in, they'd go to take the picture of like, mm-hmm. sure. you may now kiss the bride and like you see them and you just see the like pastor right there in like the picture. <laughs> the last wedding I filmed, I talked to the pastor and said, hey, when they kiss, can you move out of the way for the video? And he yeah. did. And it's so a subtle thing. I'm just going to do it now. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to try to keep that in mind, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. So but if you're doing other weddings, video weddings, uh, I'll try to make sure that I just that's my... Yeah, you know, so yeah. It's called the Eric move. Because yeah. I, I've only filmed one with you in it, right? Just Hannah's? Two. In Corey's? Yeah. I didn't mm-hmm. film Corey's, though. I'm, oh, I'm editing it, though. Oh, in the I see. So yeah, because you, yeah, you were the best, man. But, Corey... Um, I have a question for Eric. Sure. Oh. Uh, you asked me how I rated, but did you ever get your gift for me? Yeah. I sent you a gift, but yeah. I didn't know if I I didn't. Well, know if you it, it's the the Amazon gift. I got I got to you on Amazon. Yeah, that, that was a good gift. Yeah. Well, I know how much you use Amazon. Yeah. So like. So so you supplied my addiction. <laughs> and I didn't get crap. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You talking I got a water got bottle a and some friend. socks and a best friend <laughs> and a, some stories to tell. <laughs> Did you um, sign Corey's uh, wedding certificate and mail it in? That's the big question. He did. Oh, you know what? He did. You, forget oh, you know what? The only reason the only reason <laughs> I know that is because they changed it and they don't let you know now when they get it. Oh, so we were like, we never got anything in the mail. Couldn't change like, the Facebook we were, last name. Well, we were trying to figure out because Gabby was trying to figure out about her name. So we called uh, the <laughs> courthouse and we were like, they were like, yeah, we don't just send those out anymore. You have to like come in and pay oh, us really? money to get a copy. Yeah. And I was like, when did they, they start doing that? I don't, I don't know. They but don't I was tell actually, anybody. I was going to tell you cause you have a really thorough yeah. list of things yeah, that we to need to update because like, they charge more. It, I think, yeah, or it was like $4 a copy now to get a oh, certified geez. copy. And I was like, I don't really care about 
the copy. I just want to make sure it was. I like, thought I thought they just there. automatically say they it. used to. They told huh. me they used to, but then now Cheapskate. you have to Seriously. call. You have to call and pay four dollars and pick up a copy. Or I hope ridiculous. they're watching right now. Yeah, and then we're just calling yeah. them out because we didn't even know if everything had like gone through. We were like, I don't know if that takes a yeah. certain amount of time yeah. or whatever. But you had sent it right away, so they had it. Yeah, but yeah. crazy, Corey. I will say about your wedding, hands down. And I've been this summer. I've been to way too many weddings. Um, hands down, best food out of any wedding I've ever been to. Room. Thank you, Papa. I know that you didn't make it, but you picked it, and it was so good. Shout out to Wendy's. What, what did you Popeyes. do? Where, where did you get your food at? Uh, the- shout them out, because it was them out. so uh, freaking Valley good. Catering in oh Parkersburg. Okay. That chicken with the peanut sauce, Valley. right? It was... Uh, Peanut something. Wal- it was walnut crusted chicken? chicken with like an apple sauce. That's what it was. Yeah. Apple mm. glaze. Oh my Fancy. God. Yeah. It sounds really fancy, <laughs> but we went to like a... a tasting for it and we tried so much food it was ridiculous you and picked I thought, well i literally yeah, thought good. when we went to the tasting i thought we were gonna get like little bites like on toothpicks they gave us an entire piece of chicken for like six different flavors yeah oh, wow. so by the time i left i felt like i couldn't breathe yeah it was also so Corey, there is something that uh, this isn't a joke either after the wedding i looked back on some things that i did and i was like that may have been kind of douchey but on the dance floor, well, like me calling your youth pastor out and telling me, I'll no, that was, <laughs> that was fun. That was <laughs> fun. We'll, we'll get to that. No, but on the dance floor, they're playing some songs. I don't know if you had a playlist or anything. But then I started recommending a bunch of emo songs that only I knew. <laughs> <laughs> and afterwards, I was like, man, now that I think about it, a lot no. of people may not have liked no, that. No, that, that's funny. <laughs> I will say, we didn't. At least th- Ryan had a good time. Gabby <laughs> gave them like a list of like ten songs that, that she wanted them to play. But we didn't have like a full out, you know, thing. But it actually turned out really well because I've noticed that every wedding I've ever been at with you, Ryan, (laughs) we all dance so much more. Yeah. But like I've been to several weddings now where no one dances and it's just awkward. Like there's a DJ playing music and no one's doing anything. And then we have like a mosh pit. Yeah. Well, and and what's weird is that I was best man. Uh, Hadn't done that before. Don't know if I ever will again. Not because I don't want to, but because someone may not ask me again. But I felt this pressure, like, I need to open up the dance floor. Like, this... That was your job? The success of this dance party right here banks on me. And it was it was gone. Like, <laughs> I mean, once YMCA kicks on and the white person circle forms, everyone's doing YMCA, that's hype. And I was like, I got to set this up. So I queued up an, an emo song. Sticky and Dan knew it. Um, and then the, the rest is history. I, I also... I liked the, the shoe thing. The shoe Yeah, game. that was good. Yeah, that that's was like genius. A, that's and a f- I know that's getting popular, yeah, but I, I really like that. Now. Also, I love mm. the was thing. that where they raised the shoe? Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah it's yeah, like a trivia good. thing, yeah. right? And then, like, who's more likely, or who's and the better driver? And you hold mm. up the, and the girl's it, and, shoe. And, of course, that shoe. DJ was really good at that transition DJ killed it. Also, I want to shout out the DJ. He was good, but he made me laugh the first introduction of him. Cause what? he like yelled out, and I was like standing right there, and he's like, "I'm standing right next to me, yelling out about the the." I can't remember what he said. You know, you were standing Which right part? there next to Which me, part? right? When we were we were downstairs, and we uh-huh. were getting ready to go up. Oh yeah! And he yelled it. He out. like debriefed us yeah. on how to walk into the wedding, and yeah. I was like, "Oh gosh." <laughs> Yeah. He's like, all right, everyone, listen up. You're about to walk in there, and you're either going to make it or break it. This wedding could suck if you don't go in there yeah. with full energy. So I went in with the uh, with, with, with the, the wheelbarrow. 
Because yeah. I didn't want to do that, but he convinced me, and I was like, I could do anything right now. I'm, I'm on fire because this guy. I, I just want to shout him out, though, because he, was, awesome, he was awesome. His name was Pat. Pat. Gabby and I just call him Pat the DJ, and mm-hmm. we still reference it, him it, all the time. It's just the way they train. He, like, all, I mean, I can't remember the detail now, but like he started off with that, but it, it just led yeah, into how to set up for the next thing. Because mm-hmm. I think we'll, we'll follow it after that. I, or before I, something, something was smoothly yeah. because it was so you smooth. did yeah. that. Also, I don't think a lot of people don't realize this, but me and Corey do because I sat next to Corey at the head table. Every what twenty minutes, he'd come up and be like, "Hey, he's talking to Corey and yeah. Gabby, bride and groom." He'd be like, "Hey, are you guys doing good? Are you comfortable? Do you want water or anything?" Yeah, yeah. like he was yeah. doing like three things at once, he, and also making sure that like you guys were taken care yeah. of. Yeah, so awesome. when it was actually cool because when we came in, he pulled us into a separate room, and he was like. He brought us water and, like, took us straight to this room, and he was like, this is so you can chill so people can get up to their seats. And he was like, I just want you to know that, like, a lot of people take, take like, the job of being the DJs, like, just music. He was like, this is your night, and if you need anything, just make eye contact with me, and I will take care of it. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. he was like, he and Ryan's right, he'd come over, do you need a refill? Do you need this? Like it didn't matter what it was. He was. I, I just, like, thought when I first us. saw him, cool. we I was walking out of a truck going down the side of the road, and I think you all were in front. You crossed in front of the building. He had a big massive flipboard. I thought he worked for the, the thing. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know who he was because yeah. he took you off to a side secret he, entrance. Yeah. So they have raised like, you up, and then I find out he's a DJ. Yeah. I'm like, who? What in the world? Yeah. Like, wow. They have like an exterior elevator mm-hmm. that goes. You can go in from the street, so they can like unload stuff. And he was waiting there for us yeah. to bring us up so pe- we didn't have to walk mm-hmm. through everybody. Yeah. yeah, one thing I learned from I this wedding is that. always follow strangers into side uh, side elevators. <laughs> yeah, if there's an if there's a guy standing next to an elevator that leads to who knows where, just follow him. I want to say probably a DJ. I think or sudden death. <laughs> I think their company is Premier. I think it's Premier Productions. Pre- Premier Productions. That's big well, around here. Yeah, yeah. but Pro. but it's Pat. Pat is yeah. the man. There, there's several other guys or people mm. that are a part of that, but it's like a bigger part. But, Pat. but yeah. I even noticed that like he was talking to us and from like a production side of things, like a lot of Adam, you and like Ryan, he was like, I keep my stuff set up. So like if people are filming, if they want audio, like I can plug everything through my yeah. audio. So like, yeah, no, that's he tries yeah, to make he, it like seamless. And I went right up to him, asked mm-hmm. if I can plug in, and he, yep, you could plug it in right yeah. here, and he was super duper <clears throat> about that. Yeah, so I thought that was cool too because it just seemed like he knew a, he knew how to make everything run seamlessly. Yeah, because I I was doing research since I got asked to help video. I was doing a lot of research, and I hear a lot Sometimes of horror the DJs stories are jerks about yeah. that, and they won't let you. They mm-hmm. won't going to help you out, so you have to figure it out your own or Plan B. So I had like twenty different ways to do this in case something went yeah. wrong. Gosh. Well, shout out to Pat the DJ. Dude, Pat the DJ. Man, yeah. you, you and, and the catering. And, and the catering. And the pastor who officiated. And, the pastor. and Eric, you, you did and do Eric, a great job. Great Not job. gonna lie, and now, when I was on stage, I was a little nervous. I don't remember much of what you said. And and now another person to thank, and he's he's for hire people. If you want the best man possible, hire out Ryan. He'll uh, be your best man. Well, thank you very much. You might want to be careful because <laughs> yeah. You know, I think we need to talk about Disclaimer. Can we get into it now? Yeah, get yeah. into it now because right. there was... That uh, was my transition. So anyway. there was <laughs> quite a bit of a, a of a shock value. So I would like to preface, not preface, I, a little backstory. And you dogged me out. <laughs> yeah, but I knew you would like it. And <laughs> yeah. you, I your thought, laughter... I was laughing so loud. Your laughter <laughs> literally filled me with courage. <laughs> not even joking. So anyway, Corey, how... how 
probably a year before the wedding, right? You asked me to be your best man. Oh, you knew before. And I figured you, you knew would. before I even asked Gabby yeah. to marry me. I think that's right. Yeah, but first of all, super honored. <laughs> um, but as soon as I, as soon as he asked me, I was like, man, I gotta do a best man speech. Um, and I've I've been I've, I've video weddings, like I've said, and I've been to a lot with awful um, best man speeches. So I was like, man, I gotta. I gotta do this, and then for the next eight nine months, didn't even didn't do anything. <laughs> I don't think anyone really does. <laughs> Week before the wedding, though, um, I started to like come up with some ideas of how to make it interesting, and I'll I'll leak some of this information to you. I did have one other huge idea that I didn't go through with. I'm kind of glad now because I think that what I did was a success. But I had this idea. I want to do a PowerPoint presentation. Right? <laughs> okay. Make it super, super cheesy. But the reason I didn't, because I didn't know if there was going to be a screen. I didn't know how I was going to do it. <laughs> that um, would be funny, just been, but Here's my, a PowerPoint of our friendship. <laughs> exactly. But here's my idea of it, because I, I wanted to do the, the Ryan twist on it. I thought I, I'd open the speech with, so yeah, me and Corey have been friends for however long we've been friends. Um, but I also want to make sure that we're great friends for the next 50, 100 years. And my plan was to film, not film, like take pictures of stuff with your dad, of me and your dad hanging out, doing stuff we would do if we were older, acting like it was you. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I want to get like a tandem bicycle and ride it down like Marietta. <laughs> I want to like go swimming with them. And <laughs> but it was a lot of lot of work, and I was like, I don't know if that would even land. So, so basically, you thought, well, that's not worth. So it. I was like, but I can't strip in front yeah. of in front of a lot of people and I didn't know. Stripped, he did. So for, for people who don't know, me and Corey went to college together. Um, we had um, this event. Um, at college where we had to dress up for like this Olympic style thing and we wore yoga pants, women's yeah. yoga our, pants. Our theme, we had to pick a theme mm-hmm. and a little backstory behind that too. Our group of guys we lived with purposely, I mean, we went to a super conservative Christian school <laughs> and our goal every time was to get like to push the bar to, to yeah. push the bar to basically to the point where we broke the rules but wanted to see what we could get away with and kind it, yeah. of thing. And that was before Ryan and I even went there. Like, this group of guys that we yeah. moved in with were, like, known for that. Mm-hmm. So... Talk about more dilemma, guys. Way yeah. to go. Yeah. <laughs> but there is a dress code at school. Mm-hmm. And, like, girls aren't even allowed to wear leggings. Mm-hmm. Well, we wore these... We decided to make our theme jazzercise yeah. from, like, the 80s. And we bought... Galaxy print from Dollar General, from Dollar General, very cheap, very thin, very thin (laughs) galaxy print (laughs) leggings. And we wore like headbands Mm -hmm. and like super bright neon shirts and these galaxy leggings. And like when we were tight, they were tight and way too small. When we were introduced for this competition, we all came out to like jazzercise music, like exercising. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how, yeah. And our group did get in trouble. We did, and Um, they were going to disqualify us for the entire thing. And the president of the university was one of the judges, and he was like, let the boys compete. (laughs) And he was the only one that had our back, even though we were breaking the rules. And all of the other judges wanted us disqualified, and he let us do it. But anyway, so how this ties into the best man speech is that that was a big part of me and Corey's relationship. I would me and Corey in the dorm would just wear these leggings all the time, looking like absolute freaks. Just like I, I warm to bed all the time. People, They're comfortable. People in after that was over, people 
that we lived with warm all the time, yeah. like at, in the evening and stuff. Yeah. They just wear them around yeah. our door. And so going into the wedding, um, I decided um, that for the best man speech, I wanted to take my pants off. Um, and I was wearing the galaxy leggings, very tight. Um, and make it real dramatic, like unbuckle my belt, zip the zipper down, and just drop the drawers in front of everyone. Um, but in order to make this work, I had to plant a seed. So me and Corey were backstage um, getting ready to walk up. Um, and I, I told Corey, I was like, Corey, if you get nervous up there, just imagine me in my galaxy leggings to kind of plant that seed to tie back uh, for the speech. Um, and I think I did. And were you suspicious you at all? No, I just laughed because you were like, we were getting ready, and you were like, if you get nervous out there, just, just think about how good I looked in those <laughs> galaxy leggings. And you were like, kind of like how people say, imagine me in their, in your yeah, underwear. Yeah. It was like, and you'll just relax. And I just thought it was funny. And that's typical Ryan, so yeah. you wouldn't be suspicious yeah, of anything. I wasn't he suspicious before we walked up. It was. Yeah. <laughs> and so we walk out. I'm wearing the galaxy <laughs> leggings the whole time. Um, it's also very hot. Um, I will say, though, I was kind of untruthful with you. I put the galaxy leggings on after the pictures. That's because well, it was I, hot. I realized that afterwards, though, because you said you had to go to the bathroom. Yeah, and that's, that's when, when I put them on. That's when yeah. I put them on. Um, and so, yeah, go up there for the speech, do, do the speech, um, and then take my pants off. But during the speech, I did absolutely hound Eric multiple times. Um, I loved it. Though. A, because I knew you would love it, because <laughs> I think, I don't know. I and well, and Eric does tie in a huge you're amount. Like, you're like the foundation of our relationship. Exactly. And I mentioned <laughs> that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, wait, wait. I think God should be the foundation <laughs> yeah, of our relationship, yeah, yeah, not yeah. Eric. <laughs> Eric presented that to okay. you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, but. But anyway, I had to give him the shout out, and I did dog him, but I could hear him <laughs> laughing so hard the entire time, and that honestly, I was so nervous. Can, can I just we, made you feel a little bit better. Oh, yeah. Like, can we get Eric's a clip of that in this? Yeah, yeah. Well, well I have, we have high-quality footage of that, actually. <laughs> I, I, I may still have it. I yeah. may still have no, it. No, I have it if you don't, and I'll send but it unless to you. you to do some finishing, but we'll just do the yeah. clip of, of uh, Ryan dropping trowel. Yeah. And um, see if that spiked viewership. Yeah. <laughs> and I was kind of nervous too because I didn't know Gabby's side of the family. And I'm like, you could, <laughs> you could see my junk pretty clearly through well, the pants. Here's the, here's the thing too though. With the spotlight <laughs> Here, right on here's you. The oh, thing, yeah. Here's the thing that's funny though now is like Gabby and I will be somewhere and her family's there and she'll say something like, I'll be like, Ryan just texted me, and she'll be like, oh, okay. And someone will hear me say that, and they'll be like, oh, is that the guy that pulled his pants yeah. down? So, like, you'll forever be that guy. So, you're guy. that guy. I love that. I love that. Um, but what's funny, though, is after the thing, I watched it. My mom filmed it from the back, mm -hmm. um, and I just wanted to see people's reactions. And one of the tables in view was Gabby's mom and grandma, I think. Probably. Was she there? And when I dropped the drawers down, Gabby's grandma clapped so loud. She was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, Heck Sounds yes. about right. Uh, like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I'm, I'm glad that you liked it. ever. Yeah. <laughs> glad you liked it. Um, but it was a great way. I was not prepared at that for that at mm -hmm. all. I, I was I was filming it and I was I I forgot what I was doing for a second. Dude, the like, only person the only two really people happening? knew were, were Katie well, and Dan. Well, you did ask me once. You Daniel were like Schultz, not you, Dan you were like, I remember you did ask me once that like you were like how, oh, how like what kind of rating I was can like, I have? How for PG thirteen? Because like, can I, like, can I be PG thirteen or like? 
And I was like, I, I feel like PG-13 is fine to an extent. Like, I feel like your PG-13 is different than, I'm like, just glad you weren't facing me. <clears throat> yeah. No, I was standing <laughs> right in front of me. I, I got yeah. the moon side. Mm, Jeff yeah. had the... Yeah, Jeff had the... Uh, I, had the I had the quarter shot. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, the quarter <laughs> shot? You, he saw you from the side. The oh, okay, that's, side, that's, yeah. that's a good angle. <laughs> the, the left cheek side? <laughs> yeah, you saw the cheeks. Oh, yeah, anyway, it was an awesome wedding, um, obviously, because I got to see Corey get married, yeah. which was awesome. Um, how, how's life been since? So busy. Yeah. I had got married, started a new job, yeah. all in the... Fixing up a house. Literally up redoing house. your house, yeah. it feels like. So is that basement done? Yeah. No. <laughs> the basement is like, I've got some storage down there. I do have a nice big rug down there. And I have like a coffee table and some end tables. And we're getting two other couches from Gabby's parents' house okay. here soon. So I, they're going to go straight to the basement. So yeah. I'll at least have seating down there and stuff. Yeah, now, where's your... My important question is where's your gaming setup? Uh, right now, yet. right now it's in the it's just in the living room. Oh, no. Like it's I haven't game with well, Corey in months. That is not because of my gaming setup situation though. It's literally because of my job. Yeah, yeah. like I get Sucking up, I get up so early right now, mm-hmm. and then I get home and I go to bed at like nine o'clock. Yeah. like I just. What time do you have to be at work? Um, so technically we're supposed to be there at seven. Normally it's like, but. Since at the hospital, sometimes we have to be there earlier than that, and so and you have to I'm get changed and stuff there. Yeah, too, right? so I oh, I'm in like clothes. mine is yeah. like my job is considered like a surgical specialty, mm-hmm. so like we have to wear hospital like surgical scrubs and stuff. So oh. I have to go before I clock in. I have to be there, change my clothes, and oh, wow. so it yeah. So it's different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I I seriously like Ryan and I were talking before the show. I don't think we've played. A video game together for like over two weeks and that's yeah. a that's a stretch for us yeah. but it's really but, cool how god worked that out for you to get that job and yeah um, yeah great time it's a lot of stress on you yeah with getting yeah. married and yeah new house i understand mm-hmm. what that's like so yeah so is that about the wedding thing i mean it's when, up to Corey. anything you want to add i don't know you said you wanted to what was your favorite part of the entire wedding Mary and Gabby, other than well, Mary and Gabby, other than yeah, Mary and Gabby. Yeah, that's the that's the answer that that's I won't get in trouble there. for. Yeah, <laughs> that's why we're there. Um, probably, I mean, I would say probably your best man speech at the reception. Yeah, honestly, it was good. It was good. I think my favorite part, the part that felt like I was in a movie, was even though I wasn't really the main character, was at the very end when the DJ played that one song. We all circled around you guys. Oh, you yeah. remember that? That was awesome. That, that was cool. Good footage, too, by the way. Adam oh. killed it with the footage. Was it me? It wasn't you. It was Jeff. You left. But Adam had great, <laughs> Adam had great footage, though. <laughs> Poor Adam. <laughs> no, I, I, Adam really killed it with the footage. That was the first wedding you've ever eh, kind of filmed. That way, yeah. Yeah, officially. Because Dan, you and Adam filmed weddings together, right? No, you mean John. You I, John I, I helped John out a lot doing different things. Gotcha. Was that was security. old school way. <laughs> security, the bouncer. Yeah. I will hire you as bouncer for my wedding, and I want you to stand by me at all times. I think you yeah. have to wear that Patriots jersey, though. Yeah. I do have a question along those lines. Um, I'm going to assume correctly, at your wedding, Ryan, where Corey is going to be standing. Oh, yeah. Does that put pressure on you, Corey? It does. Your speech mm-hmm. after, t- after his. See, we've already talked about this, though. I feel like I won't have to because Ryan has two brothers. But. So, like, unless you break the tie I, and make me do it. So I've thought about this. Best man wise, it'll probably be one of my brothers or both. I'll probably just yeah. do the cop out with the with the double brother. 
best man. Um, but I can still make you do a speech. <laughs> <laughs> well, so so that's the thing because we've actually talked about this in detail. Yeah. Because obviously Ryan was like, "You'll definitely be in my wedding someday," but also I have two brothers, and I was like, "I wouldn't ask to be above yeah. your brothers." Yeah. Like, and you need to step weird. it up a notch and just. <clears throat> Take your pants off. There's nothing underneath. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, oh. Even if he's not doing a speech, right? Just take your pants off. That's yeah, just, it's just, at some <laughs> point, on the dance floor. I'll do it in the middle of the wedding <laughs> while, like, like your future wife is walking down the aisle. I'll just drop my yeah. pants on stage. Yep. But I'm down. <laughs> anyway, um, let's let's get to the next topic, which ties great into weddings, honestly. Like it's just kind of right up the alley. We're gonna talk about song covers, and <laughs> music. There's music. Wedding music. Singers. True. Um, so this is actually Dan's idea, which is a great idea. Um, we're gonna talk all about song covers, which I love. We're gonna talk about song covers that are better than the original. Song, our favorite song covers, awful song covers, bands that shouldn't be covered uh, by songs. Uh, do you want to kick us off, Dan? Sure, sure. I made a I made a list like normal. Dan with his list. I, yeah. I made so. one too. I I, I pulled I a card a from Dan. So, so what? Um, Eric. Sorry. Well, you know, just like you everyone has their own taste in music, but I think <clears throat> there's kind of like preconception of certain songs that are good and certain songs that shouldn't be covered. So yeah, I agree. Do we want to just start with good covers? Yeah, first? let's yeah, see. Let's what are okay? So are these your favorite covers? These. These are my probably favorite covers, mm-hmm. or, and I picked a couple that I thought people would recognize. It's like popular covers, yeah, yeah. maybe not my favorite, um, but um, so my first favorite cover is um, the original song "Landslide" okay. by Fleetwood Mac. Okay, but the Smashing Pumpkins Ooh. have a cover of that song, which I think is fantastic. The Smashing Pumpkins are everybody talks about. See, Miley Cyrus covered that song, mm-hmm. and everyone talks about, oh, how great, because she has such a, a raspy voice, voice. Yeah. and I'm like, no, you need to listen to the Smashing Pumpkins cover of that song, <clears throat> because it's just fantastic. Yeah. And I love the original, um, I love the original song, too, by Fleetwood, because I like Fleetwood yeah. Mac, yeah. but I just think that cover by them is just fantastic. Would you say it's better than the original? I would say, so. wow. I think so. Yeah. I think so, because the original is very... Just kind of straightforward, pretty. Yeah. And their version of it just has that 90s. That's just like peel to when it. I think of 90s vibe bands, the Smashing Pumpkins are literally. Oh, yeah. Just. Yeah. Uh, bullet or butterfly or bullet with butterfly wings, right? Yeah. That's called. And then yeah. what's the 19. 1979. Yeah. I think it's their big hit. Oh, and, my gosh. Um, they, they just have great. So, um, Rat in the Cage is probably their f- most famous one, but yeah. they're slower. Oh, like, yeah. Drawing out songs, I think, are just fantastic. Just vibey. Um, we talked we talked about this earlier, but um, all along the Watchtower by oh. Jimi Hendrix, which, which is my I didn't, favorite. I Hendrix didn't know song. until recently, honestly, yeah. that it was a cover. Um, that's a Bob Dylan song, and if you listen, if you listen to the Bob Dylan version, it's very, very Bob Dylan. Oh yeah, you know, which I love Bob Dylan. Yeah, yeah, oh, I do. Big fan of Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan's probably responsible f- for bridging rock and roll music oh, yeah. to start. I mean, exactly. he was one of the first people to go from acoustic to electric. Uh-huh. I mean, so Bob Dylan's kind of important to yeah. that. But that's just a great, all along the Watchtower, great song. Uh, we talked about this in earlier, too. Um, Higher Ground by Red Hot Chili Took Peppers. Took that one off my list. Yeah. Oh, man. With that bass riff oh, starting at the beginning. Gosh. And I love Stevie Wonder. I, I love Stevie Wonder's music. Um, but that that cover is just fantastic. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, It just hits you. It really just blindsides. Yeah. Yeah, it does. <laughs> 
It does. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a second. We can talk about. I was going to talk about that, but have you ever um, seen The Blind Side? No. <laughs> have you ever watched the videos of the the theories that Stevie Wonder is not actually blind? Yes. not blind at all? I've seen it. Yeah, There's I've seen that. Shaquille O'Neal does an interview mm-hmm. where he talks about how he saw Stevie get in the car and drive away. Mm-hmm. And there's well, a video where like a microphone stand falls over and he reaches out and grabs it, dude. Mm-hmm. Oh. There's this theory that Stevie Wonder is. You know how people can be legally blind, yeah, yeah. but they can still oh, see. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of people think that he's probably legally blind, mm. where he can't drive a car, hmm. but he can still see enough to. I mean, but there's mm. interviews with celebrities. He's like, where they, yeah. he's passed away, about, right? I don't, I don't, I don't think know. so. I don't think he passed um, away. I'm on it. Yep. But the funny thing you mentioned about like Shaquille O'Neal saying that driving yeah. away. He actually has like multiple stories because apparently he used to live in the same building. Yeah. Yeah. So like he he has another story where like Stevie Wonder was coming down the elevator and he was going in the building and like Shaq was like walking up to him to like go in the elevator and he didn't even say anything yet and Stevie Wonder was like what's up big fella and yeah. he was Whoa. like he was like how would he know that yeah so without Adam also <clears> just <throat> did give us the thumbs up Stevie Wonder is alive yeah okay. which brings me to my point once he does go. Let's get access to the body, yeah, and figure it out ourselves. <laughs> but I mean, if you, I mean, you had to think, think maybe we're be a scientist for that. <laughs> it might have been Can one you of those things. That when they're dead, because technically, know. if he is legally blind, then technically he's blind. But yeah. yeah, but I don't know. When there's a microphone stand falling, when you're on stage and you reach out and grab it, but also uh, legally blind though, there's probably like. There's different I, there's, I think I might be legally blind. Right. I couldn't operate a vehicle without, without glasses. Yeah. glasses on. Yeah, no way. Um, so maybe he's just like me. Exactly. I have a, That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I have a really close friend that was also in my wedding. His grandpa was legally blind, and he could he could see like shapes. And stuff. He could see shapes, and yeah. he could see like movement. Yeah. But he definitely like he definitely couldn't drive a vehicle yeah. or anything. Yeah. So. So I mean, nothing, it could be something yeah, like nothing that. Nothing against Stevie. Um, you know, we love you, Stevie. If you're listening, we I love your music, man. You're when you're that bass line hits. Yeah. He's definitely on, listening, not watching though. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, We're gonna get canceled. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I love the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> Me too. And the last one I picked, I didn't pick it necessarily because it's my favorite song, but I picked it because I felt like it was a popular one. And it was um I'm gonna struggle on this one, but it was Israel Kamako Wole's cover of Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Mm -hmm. He was a Hawaiian, you know, the Hawaiian musician who just played that with the literally the best, the ukulele. How many weddings have you heard that song? You know what I mean? Like weddings and and, uh, celebrations of birth. Who who, who originally wrote that song? Well, Judy Garland sang it. It premiered in because that's been covered. Wizard of Oz. That Mm. might be one of the most covered songs of all time, honestly. Probably. I mean, Elvis did it. Um, yeah. Haley Reinhardt recently did it. That's a big one. I've heard at a lot of weddings. Mm-hmm. Twenty One Pilots covered it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So no, I that is a that good one. one. Um. You just as because I think people, but like we mentioned before, um, I was surprised. I probably could have made a list of um, a hundred movies or hundred mm-hmm. songs that I like that are actually covers. Yeah. I'm surprised at how many big songs artists have. I thought, oh, that's that's their original uh-huh. song. It's not. It's a yeah. cover. Mm-hmm. But that kind of goes back to the music industry. It goes, there's bands who have could have awesome songs, yeah. But until they get a record deal that someone can push the music out there, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how I a mean, lot of like, like Elvis even, did. Even mm-hmm. nowadays, a lot of bands get 
viral because of a cover. Yeah. And then they start mm-hmm. releasing yeah. original y- music. Yip Harburg wrote Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Really? So Shout out to you, Yip. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. But yeah, so um there's a lot of there's a lot of good covers so, yeah. out there. Um like I said, I could go on and on and on, but mm-hmm. those are those are some of my yeah. my favorite ones. Yeah. Corey? Uh so I'm gonna start with one that kind of like tags on to it's kind of similar to like the Somewhere Over the Rainbow mm-hmm. thing. Uh, Hallelujah, Jeff, uh, Jeff, Buckley. Bu- Jeff, Jeff Buckley. Yeah, because so Leonard Cohen, Cohen wrote that, but it was not famous. Like it, they he tried to like get it released yep. several times, and yep. it just didn't take off. And then Jeff Buckley redid it. And how many times have you heard people yeah. cover that? Kind of like Walk This Way with Aerosmith until well, Run that, DMC. Well, that was what I was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I won't Eric's talk about, about to go about in on because yeah. that. that's Aerosmith. Aerosmith. That's you. That's <laughs> yeah, you. but actually, it's Run DMC. Well, no. Yeah, yeah, but. Mm-hmm. And that was like one that immediately came to mind because the original, the original writer almost didn't get any credit for it. Really, yeah. I mean, it just didn't even take off. Uh, another one, uh, Ryan and I, well, Dan and I also talked about this kind of earlier today. I mentioned this one, so we kind of have mixed feelings on this one. But mm-hmm. I really like the Johnny Cash cover of oh, Hurt. Yeah. yeah. So yes. we kind of have different things. Ryan was saying you don't really love that one. Yeah, I mean, okay, so as a cover, it's great, but I, I do think that the original is better. They're also very, very different, mm-hmm. and it's it's just a weird thing I have. Sometimes, <clears throat> depending on the song being covered, it almost feels like if it's too personal of a, of a topic or, like, the song was written by the original artist from, like, a very serious topic, sometimes I'm kind of like, I don't know if that should be covered. Um but I mean, it's it's a yeah. great cover, and and Corey, and Corey did mention that uh, Johnny Cash did go through similar stuff because the song's about drug use and like yeah. getting yeah. losing yourself to that. I remember seeing that video play all the time, like in school and stuff. I mean, it was it mm-hmm. was it was good. I liked it for yeah, um, it sounded good. The the original, the jo- no Johnny, Johnny Cash. Cash. Okay, yeah. But the thing that I thought was cool about that too is like, so I like the personal connection because if it was just someone singing it, yeah. I wouldn't think as much about it. But knowing that he went through like the similar drug yeah, use and he, stuff, he kind of earns his right. Yeah, there. and then like him, it's like the last. I think it's the last recording that we have of him. Mm-hmm. And like he, like just hearing like he still has that like beautiful voice, but like just you can hear the age and like yeah. the I don't I don't even know just yeah, like the, the frailness, of, the frailness it. Yeah. of it, but like it's, it's still powerful, yeah. but mm-hmm. like gentle at the same time did you ever see the video oh yeah 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 it's yeah i i love that one um another one i had on my list everyone knows africa by toto Mm -hmm. i love the weezer cover yeah Mm -hmm. i i think it's really good i don't know if i say it's better yeah but i I would put it i would put it pretty close to on par with it though Mm -hmm. um i i think that's just a song. It, it is I a feel, really, really good cover. I feel like if anyone hears that song in general, like the original, mm-hmm. they start you right, st- you it start gets stuck singing. in your head and you start singing it. But like, I feel like Weezer did a great job covering that as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, one last one I'm gonna put on here, and Ryan kind of had it on his list too. Um, I really like the cover "Hey Ya" mm. by Avril and the Sequoias. <laughs> so oh, it's man, "Hey Ya" from by Outcast. But first of all, I, I will say I love Outcast. Yeah. I think they're insane, <clears throat> but I do like this version yeah. better. <laughs> and it's it's different because it's not just a cover. It's 
totally different. It's a folk cover. It's a folk cover, and if you don't know who Avriel and the Sequoias are, he was the bass singer from Pentatonix when they mm. became famous, and then he left because he wanted to do right. it, his own thing. And I, like, hate, I hate they, Pentatonix. They play... But I like Avi. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, they play... Like, Avi plays instruments, and then his range, like, when he sang with Pentatonix, he pretty much had to cover the bass line yeah but his range is insane yeah he gets he gets he can, low he can get low but he can sing pretty high He's playing too. limbo with the song <clears throat> yeah <laughs> <laughs> but this the cover is just in if you haven't heard it it is totally yeah, really, different i played it for the, the youth the this morning it's called hey y'all hey y'all hey, yeah. by avriel and the sequoias i think of uh the move that song ties I, i'm pretty sure i'm thinking right because i i picture that movie that has a. Uh, the Downplane, uh, Dennis Quaid, and Tyrese Gibson's. I think it's Tyrese, right? Uh, anyways, they're 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 stranded. Their plane goes down, or like this this biplane. They're trying to piece stuff back together, and that song comes on, and, and Tyrese Gibson's just dancing to it. Yeah, it's just it's just that scene's in my <coughs> head. I'm yeah. pretty sure I'm thinking the right. But one. It, it's just funny because like you hear the original, and it's like so upbeat, and like yeah. it's kind of like really current with pop music at the time. Sorry. Den just and got then, kicked off the podcast. I was fine in the video. <laughs> and it's it's like really upbeat and then the folk cover is so different. It's very lax. It's very lax, yeah. Yeah. So that's the last one I yeah. have on this. So Eric. Okay. I I know what you're gonna say. Well, I'm, I'm gonna change it up a little <laughs> Ooh. bit. Alien Ant Farm Smooth Criminal. <gasps> oh that's a great song. Okay. That is Eric. a great song. That's a good one. Yeah, I was not oh, prepared man. for you to say that at all. That's really I cool. love that Eric. song has so much energy. I yeah. remember that song came out. Yeah. <laughs> oh <laughs> man, and they went, they like they like came out when it was like uh, some forty one and and yeah. simple plan, and they were like punk rock, but they kind of had that like yeah, they were uh, like the Who edge or something mm-hmm. to them, or like the Sex Pistols or yeah. whatever. Like they just had that like. You would be afraid of one of those guys would stab you. Yeah. If you weren't like, yeah. you know, so they were kind of a great oh, cover. Man. That's no, it a was. great song. Again, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, you know, one that we were going to mention is Run DMC's Walk This Way. Aerosmith. Actually, yeah. That that song propelled me into finding out more about Aerosmith. There you go. Instead of running to Run DMC, I ran to uh, Aerosmith. <laughs> but I love that song. But yeah. That song right there was a great cover because, mm-hmm. I mean, I know it still brought the. Uh, uh, band back in for that, or yeah. at least Tyler and uh, the Perry, the guitar player. Yeah, but uh, it made me start really getting checking out. Uh, Permanent Vacation came out soon after that. I think maybe a year later after mm-hmm. that song was released. So I was going to check this out. <clears throat> then I started listening to their old stuff and Come Together is a cover that Aerosmith did of the a Beatles, Beatles song, yeah, which I really really like yeah, that cover, cover as well. Can I do movies? Can I do like musicals? Yeah, oh, yeah. Because yeah. uh, you know Annie, Hard Knock Life. Yeah. Uh, the original's good, but I love the one with the Jamie Fox movie. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. the, it's got more of that that R and B. Yeah. That I mean, it's just good. It's got that. That's a good. One. I like that. It's a good mix up. Yeah. And then I was thinking about uh, as far as cartoons or kind of animated movies, I like to move it. 
Madagascar. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I like the movie. <laughs> I just thought the accent and everything. That's, that yeah. King Julian. Was really cool. That is yeah. good. Yeah. King Julian and Mark. I, I love the spin you took on this topic. Yeah. That makes, I love that. It really mixes it up. I'm going to bring up Madagascar no matter what today. <laughs> you woke up knowing you're going to bring up Madagascar. No, I didn't. It was great. worth it. Yeah. That's awesome. So, those are mine. Uh, a few of my favorites. Uh, some of these have already been taken. Um, but thank goodness this one hadn't. Um, the Man Who Sold the World, yeah. Nirvana cover, uh, originally by David Bowie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Better than the original. People, you don't realize how much David Bowie, which I'm not a huge fan of his stuff. I like his stuff. Yeah. But he did tons of stuff. But he, like, helped oh, yeah. a lot of musicians. Like, um, Stevie Ray Vaughan uh-huh. was a guitarist for him Yeah, that he kind of helped bring up through and stuff like that. And I love Stevie yeah. Ray Vaughan. No, but, dude, um, yeah, David Bowie... Um, I don't know if you, I can't remember if it's his, I think his last album is called Black Star. Mm-hmm. Um, he sings on it, obviously. He's really old, and, and it's a pretty dark album because yeah. he's dying. He has cancer or something. Uh, but a lot of the musicians he used on it were just street musicians yeah. that were super talented. So David Bowie really is was insane just with the I music industry. So, I think so, yeah. He's so good. But Nirvana covering The Man Who Sold the World, the golden age of yeah. MTV um, when I worked at Peddler's Junction, where I, before I work now, I brought in the the live MTV Unplugged album yeah. with uh, Nirvana. Played it like probably eighty percent of the day, <laughs> just on repeat. <laughs> yeah, that was when you could turn MTV on and just listen to music all day. Yeah, yeah. it was actually music. Television. Like I said, um, MTV turns thirty five, and it's like thanks MTV for fifteen years of music. <laughs> True, like, they're irrelevant now. Um, I also had. I had Higher Ground on here, mm-hmm. Red Hot Chili Peppers. I had Hallelujah, Jeff Bagley on here. I had Hey Ya, Avril and Sequoias on here. I also have the song Torn, uh, originally by Natalie and Bergria. <clears throat> uh, Nothing's right, I'm oh, torn. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite pop punk bands, Neck Deep, covered it. Mm. Oh, my gosh. And I, I didn't know the original before they released it. And when Neck Deep released it, I thought it was their song for a while. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it's got, like, they're, like, a pretty fast-paced pop punk band and they did this like poppy cover and uh, I, I love it um and then a huge shout out Sounds to like s- they're neck deep in it they're neck deep in it dude neck deep is <laughs> if you want to get into pop punk <laughs> listen to neck deep baby um huge shout out to something i watched kind of recently over during covid or quarantine covid still going on um uh, post malone covered yeah. an entire set of nirvana mm. and man that sold me on <clears throat> Post Malone, dude, he's got a rocker voice, and it was so mm-hmm. good. Uh, and th- the person who drummed with him was Travis Barker from. Uh, he sang some Blink One Eighty Two, yeah. But uh, uh, he featured featured on it. No, well, yeah. didn't he write it? I think he wrote it. I someone, doubt. I doubt he wrote it. <laughs> no, I, I thought know. he did. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he, he's. I'd say there's probably some producer that wrote it. I'm on it. Um, he usually works on stuff after they're done. Yeah. Mm, See, because his gotcha. name is Post. But oh, Post Malone. <laughs> I forgot he's not, he's, he's not pre Malone. I, yeah, I get them confused sometimes. It's all about Post Malone. It's like pre trip, post trip. He comes he's in a, he's after. A yeah. guy. <laughs> but no, I, I saw this, this link on Facebook saying Post oh, Malone <laughs> for an hour is going to cover Nirvana songs for a charity. And I was like, oh gosh, because we're going <laughs> to get into that next bands that shouldn't be covered. I used to think Nirvana shouldn't really be covered, but man, when Post Malone started singing, didn't have the auto tune, wasn't rapping, just absolutely killed it playing mm-hmm. guitar too. So 
yeah, that whole set is awesome. If you're a fan of a fan of Nirvana or Post Malone, listen to it. Um, Post Malone also did the same thing, I think, with like some country songs. Yeah, that were true. really good. Yeah, and I was surprised. Yeah, like and Sturdy not like Simpson. Um, <clears throat> um, something The Crown. I forget what it is. I, and Great most cover. of most of them weren't. It's not like current country. It was like yeah. classic country yeah. that he covered too. So, it was really good. So. I just googling mm-hmm. or off the bat, mm-hmm. it had four composers. Yeah, okay. they listed, it's <laughs> a collab. A lot of these other ones, like all these other posts, songfacts.com, things like that, they're put more towards it post Malone. Mm-hmm. Okay, but but collabing with yeah, all Sway Lee and all those other guys. Yeah. So Sway Lee, Lee Sway, it's the same uh, difference. Yeah. If H2 it's equal or one's thing. more than the other, I don't know. Yeah. All right. So what about Ding Dong? That's a little spooky. That's always a scary noise to hear at 10 o'clock at night. You see somebody there? No. I don't. I heard it, though. We all did. Oh, is it this? I, f- I think it's the tablet all the time. It's at 46 seconds. Okay. It shouldn't be this, That was then. scary. Yeah, um, it's really so, so like a doorbell. So just enough to our doorbell. listening. Um, we Dan, are, you packing? <laughs> you want to go? <laughs> <laughs> we, are, we are at the church at night at 10. Uh, go ahead, Adam. You got dark this. and the church is empty, <laughs> but we just heard the doorbell go off for the church. Um, so we're, we're pretty gonna, sure the doorbell's the inside the church. It's oh, not on the outside. Here, but we hear it a lot. Do you? I mean, like when we were doing podcasts back over there, we we'd hear it all the time, right? Yeah. Uh, Do we have? A I ghost? think it is like the iPad, iPad makes that sound. <laughs> it was probably a t- you had the volume up on this one. The huh. one that we see you uh, when maybe, you were pushing. Yeah. Huh. Maybe scary. it was a yeah. one-minute warning. Yeah, I think, Woo. I think that's what it is. That yeah. is yeah. interesting. Because we hear it a lot. Yeah. What is he doing right I, now? I don't know. This is this is an interesting twist on the podcast today. Yeah, I'm a little... It's M. Night Shyamalan. Adam, what are you doing over there, man? <laughs> oh, no. He's messing oh, with no. the door. The door's not Yeah, quite make shut. sure the door's locked. Anyway. Well, well, at least if... Uh, mm. Just let us know if you're the first one to die. <laughs> <laughs> that did kind of get spooky. So, I, I do want to paint the picture that it's a dark church mm, at night. Yeah. No matter how many times you spend the night at a church, it's still kind of creepy. It is an empty building, so yeah. it's, yeah. it's kind of creepy. Anyway, real quick, we're kind of going over time. What are some bands and slash songs mm. that you think should never be covered? Okay, well... Uh, and and yeah, we, we also can world. tie in. We are the children. <laughs> I have I have that one. actually was on a list of like <laughs> 2014, like where they all sang whatever. Yeah. I I have one specifically that I just want to bring up because it's just funny. Can we stop and take a minute to remember how bad the national anthem was when Fergie sang the national anthem? <laughs> that was the first thing that came yeah. to mind. Like when people try and take a song that's like. It's one of the few songs that's supposed to be sang the same way every yeah. time. Like if you cover it, yeah. don't try to do and you try and do something different it to like it, and it's bad. She tried to sex up the <clears throat> national anthem. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> make it smack, make, make it sexy. Yeah. I don't think anybody's been like, "Oh, the national anthem's playing. I'm gonna rip my shirt off." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I mean, I love patriotism as much as anybody else. Wasn't, it, was, wasn't <laughs> it Roseanne Barr that tried to sing she that? Sang too? Yeah. She sang horribly. Yeah, that was bad it. too. There's a great video though where someone dubs Fergie over and they sing it, but they sing it terribly. <laughs> and it's I laugh at it every time uh, I hear it. It was just so I did bad. see a video of a jazz pianist playing chords that he really fit tried to fit over oh, yeah. Fergie, make it a jazzy thing because she was all over the yeah. place and it sounded kind of cool. <laughs> I like when they do that or when they people scream they make the metal music. I've got a song that I think should never be touched. Yeah, Paradise City by 
Guns N' Roses. Okay. Okay. I mean, how can you make that better? Take yeah, I get down, it. That's that's a rocking song. That's one of those songs when it plays, you like roll the windows down and uh, you just want to drive fast. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's just mm-hmm. crank the. We we have that. Gabby and I have a beach trip playlist that's the same every year, and it's most of it's like classic rock songs, and that's like one of the number one songs on our list. It's just like you gotta play. Paradise City when you're on your way to the well, beach. Well, that needs to be a different topic, mm. but road tune songs. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. top ten. Did like, we do we that? Did that. Uh, we, we did that. that early on. We did that. that. Yeah. But songs that just make you want to drive. Yeah. So. yeah. Um, all right. I, like I said, I'll go through my list. <clears> like Kickstart My Heart yeah. by uh, Monty Crea. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a good driving song. Yeah. Sweet Child of Mine, too. I yeah. Yeah. can't see that being covered very well. Good. So. Yeah. Um, I think there's two reasons why there are bands that you shouldn't that at least make it hard to cover. Number one is if the singer has a very unique voice, yeah. you can't cover cover that. Um, if the band has a unique sound, yeah, you can't cover that. And I guess there's a third reason. If if there's a band that's seen uh, as like iconic, mm-hmm. it, even your cover could be amazing, but people are still gonna not really yeah. think it's that great. But so here's a few <clears throat> just. Um, uh, in no no order, um, Metallica is my first band. Yeah. I don't think anybody should try to cover Metallica. Mm-hmm. They have such a specific sound, and dun, dun, dun. James Hetfield's voice is yeah. just so specific. Yeah. So I don't think you can cover Real them. Real quick, though, I do want to mention Weezer's cover. Oh, yeah, yeah, I just yeah, showed yeah. Enter Sandman. It's a meh cover. Yeah. But the solo yeah. at the end, they do something awesome. If you haven't listened to it, listen to it. They throw in the, the Buddy Holly yeah. <laughs> to the end of it, and it's hilarious. But um, yeah, so I mean, I'm and I'm sure there are some bands who do some great covers of Metallica. Of but Metallica is that what they're doing? Yeah, I guess I'm just saying like these are bands I would probably never want. I would never say, oh, that cover is better than the original. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, I put Led Zeppelin on there, like Stairway to Heaven. Like, can we oh, please stop trying to cover yeah. that? Like, mm-hmm. stop trying to cover Stairway to Heaven. Just, just leave it alone. Yep. Um, and just and just go. Led Zeppelin has a whole lot yeah. most of their stuff. I feel and, like. And and they always put them on those reality TV shows, <laughs> The Voice or American Idol. Yeah. It's like the same twenty songs yep. every time. <clears throat> I mean, there are hundreds of thousands of songs. Anyways, um, Rage Against the Machine, dude. I was going <laughs> to mention like, them, like Killing in the Name of. How are like, you going to? You can't. Okay, I will say there is a rapper that did a cover okay. of it, um, and it is phenomenal. Um, who was it? Um, I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, but there is one cover I've heard I'm on it. Well, and I've heard a school. Marching band oh. covered "Killing in the Name of" and that was awesome. So yeah. I think you can cover it, yeah. but it has to be. But different. don't yeah exactly. Don't That's, don't try to don't cover try that to song with your band yeah. because yeah. they have such a specific mm. sound. Um, I put Smashing Pumpkins on there because of just his voice. Yeah, um, Nirvana. Machine Gun Kelly. No. Um, <laughs> I put pop singers doing rock songs. Please stop. <laughs> yeah, you sing pop because that's what you sing. Um, and Denzel I know Curry. Your fans Sorry. may like that, oh, but you see Mach- Machine Gun Kelly, Travis Barker cover "Raging Against Machine." Killing the name of just as an outside Denzel fan, Curry, I'm, there, I'm not yeah. going to. Yeah, I'm. I'm not going to buy a Justin. Justin Bieber does Metallica. I'm not going to buy that album. <laughs> yeah, like it, unless it's something crazy. Yeah, uh, and then I also have uh, pop singers doing rock covers, and nobody plays instruments. Yeah, true. please stop. Please, where's the band at? When you're covering these songs, don't cover specifically especially, Kanye. You want to talk about Kanye? Yeah. Right now? Especially musicians who make millions of dollars and they're covering songs with just backing tracks. Yeah. 
pay those studio musicians to come out on stage and play for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, at least make it a live music. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, like Kanye trying to sing um, Queen, which no, I didn't mention because I know you guys are going to mention Queen. Yeah. I didn't mention them. It's it's just horrible. Horrible. Yeah. Don't. It's bad. Why? Why do that? <laughs> mm-hmm. We also can mention real quick the uh, Puddle of Mud cover. Yeah. Oh. Nirvana cover. Or Puddle of Mud cover. Nirvana's about a girl. Yeah, it's horrible. And absolutely just butchered it. Um, and it's I- iconic now. It's like probably the worst I cover. Need it. He's <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> he did everything but cough. Yeah, like that. seriously. Mm. He sounded like he was struggling. Um, Anyways, but that's just my yeah. opinion. These people make millions of dollars, so obviously yeah. what I have to say doesn't matter. So. I think my opinion on it, pretty similar to yours. Like if it's an iconic band with a very unique sound, yeah. don't touch it. Like an artist that comes to mind that I hope I never hear coverage come from is Bon Iver. Um, he did have a song called Skinny Love that got covered. Uh, it was a decent cover, but that was like a, a kind of a one-off thing. Yeah. But just super unique bands like that. Um, I guess you can cover it, but don't try to replicate it because it's just yeah. going to sound generic. Just do your own spin on things. Um, yeah, I think I mentioned a lot of my least favorite covers. I mean, you showed me um, a pretty. A few There's really tons bad of YouTube ones. videos. Just search bag covers yeah. and you can mm-hmm. find them. Who covered ACDC? You shook me all night long. Oh, like Celine Dion. Celine Dion. Celine yeah. Dion, honey, why? And, <laughs> and, you know, singing Sweet Cheryl Crow, singing Sweet Child of Mine. I mean, Cheryl yeah. Crow yeah. makes good music, but not. You know, stay. I just stay in your lane when it yeah. comes mm-hmm. to that. I don't think I wouldn't buy that. Yeah. You got any bad song covers? You, you said one, didn't you? No, I, I didn't. didn't. Uh, do you have any? Clue? Um, the well, Dan touched on it. The one I was thinking of was Queen. Like, and to add on to what you said about your like criteria, I think it makes it harder when it's a band that's so iconic like that, but then also like someone passes away. Yeah, exactly. So, like, yeah. Nirvana, Queen, yeah. Yeah. like, Freddie Mercury, no one sounds like Freddie Mercury. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you're trying to do. Right. <laughs> and the fact that, like, they went through all they went through and then he also passed away, it's just, like, someone trying to cover Queen is, like, yeah, just just don't. Yeah. It's just not... No one is ever going to think your cover it. is better than the original. Yeah. It's just... It's just too hard to I guess do. it is one of my stipulations, too, is if it's a song that was written from a very personal place, unless you, unless the artist who's covering it can really relate to it and people know about it and just don't touch it. It's just kind of mm-hmm. tricky. Anything? Well, I was wanting to share a couple Christmas songs. That oh, yeah, okay. Well, that are the Lease and Twist. <laughs> well, one of my favorites that I've just recently found out is Small Town Titans. Okay. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Okay. I haven't. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. It's like got a little rock flair to it. I think it. you may have mentioned this in the I have podcast. heard that one. It is very cool. Yeah. It is very cool. Small Town Titans. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, one of my favorite Christmas songs is... Uh, the uh, little drummer boy, and I think one of the best versions of that is Jars of Clay. Okay, that's a good one because hmm. I mean White a lot of people will talk about uh, what's the King of Country or something. Yeah, yeah. King mm-hmm. Country. But I like the um, Jars of Clay. Jars of Clay version. Are you getting geared up for Christmas already? Well, I was just thinking, you know. I'm always ready for Christmas. Oh yeah, but you got to listen to your mean one. Mr. I need Grinch. to. It's awesome. Hey, yeah. can yeah. I throw something out here again too? Can we please? Just remove Don't Stop Believing from karaoke. Yeah. Yes. Can we please let people stop mm, singing mm, that try song? Dan, but also, Down With The Sickness. <laughs> no one can do that. Oh, ah, the right way. <laughs> oh, ah, ah, 
just just stop singing. I would rather you hear something simple done well than yeah. something complex done yeah, not exactly. so well. Yep. Yeah. I agree. And it's always some some guy singing at B dubs. <laughs> Trash out of his mind. <laughs> when Brett and I used to go to B dubs a lot and uh, we'd go on Friday nights and it was the same guy who would sing that song every Friday. You know, the guy who liked karaoke would get up and sing a couple songs. He's pretty good. And some guy get up there and, or he would sing Born Born to Be Wild. He was <laughs> spilling this stuff everywhere. Just, I was like, please. Lick a reference. You almost feel bad for him. You're like, please, yeah. please yeah. don't sing that please don't sing that and he's like oh no he's gonna sing journey but anyways karaoke is just kind of scary like i've been to a few instances where like i've been to a christmas party before where they're like oh brian sings put him on karaoke dude no get out of here that's yeah when they do yeah when you i you feel the pressure to do something but you're like i'm not prepared yeah no i think karaoke would be a lot more interesting if they gave everybody like old tomatoes and stuff <laughs> and then you just launch if you didn't like it just throw it yeah that'd be more fun yeah no um yeah anything else for that i think the best cover i've ever heard is ryan covering fireflies by hell city <laughs> yeah there, there's a there is a video of me there singing karaoke it's, it's well, my video i will it. say that that you and i shared this already with you but there's some praise and worship songs that I like to hear you way better than the oh, original. It. No, seriously. Another in the fire. Another in the fire. Uh, what's the one that um, he played at church camp? Nothing I, I hold on to. Nothing I hold on Down to. Down with the sickness. No, Down with the sickness. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah, you, you sound better than the guy that actually sings it. Yeah. Well, thank you. I don't yeah. agree, but thank you. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. I just don't. I, those are some of my favorite songs of all time, especially Nothing I Hold On To. If anyone hasn't heard that song. That's fantastic. And do you know that song? Yeah. Okay. Not and, well, but I know. Yeah. And if you have heard it, a lot of people don't know that whole album is is uh this guy um doing like a, a house show, I think. And there's a part two to that song called Climb. And oh my gosh, talk about an absolutely just moving song. Barn burner. You haven't played oh, it. No, because it's it's kind of the same thing, but like he he has a band. Mm-hmm. Um, and they kind of build like this, like melody behind. I'd love to cover it sometime, but I need to. I need a band with it. So maybe oh, Dan will. Oh, yeah. guitar player. player. Blink yeah. three sixteen. Yeah, dude. Oh man, it's it's something else. Um, yeah, you could you could blend the two things. You could blend uh, Flying Journey with uh, uh, Skillet, right? Or not Skillet? What would you guys call Air it? Fryer. Air Fryer. Air Fryer. Air Fryer. <laughs> skillet. Thank you. <laughs> Blind Journey. Air, Air Journey. Air, Air journey. journey. And we can also throw in probation. Right. Well, we have a new band called Feed the Bite. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, me and Dan are working on a new band. It's called Feed the, Feed the Bite. Feed yeah. the Bite. Yeah. It's pretty hardcore. The Bike or the Bite? Feed the Bite. Bite. Oh. Instead Probation's of air journey, I think you need to be blind fryer. <laughs> 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 like blind fryer. And that's the guy from Robin Hood, the fryer. <laughs> blind fryer. <laughs> the fryer. Oh, that was good. Yeah, oh, you, oh, you, no. Do we wear? Do you wear the monk oh, out? The fryer cook out. Cut, cut my, my hair. Off. Blind fryer. We just my covered Lord. Stevie Wonder. Oh, I'm sorry, Stevie. I've been trashing this episode, man. We Hope love you, Stevie. Hope you're not watching. I really hope he <laughs> <laughs> listening. I really hope he contacts us and tells us he's not blocked. Oh, oh shoot! All right. Um. Anyway, let's carry on. I I got a verse today. I just let a little youth thing. Finally, teaching people about Jesus. Gosh, oh, man. <laughs> 
Hey, I, I will defend him. Last minute changes today. He no, had to cover both services. A college student that went to college for four years had yeah. heard all these amazing speakers <laughs> talk about Jesus and, hey, I, and I, have this education poured into you, <laughs> and you can't get up and say five, ten minutes of God-inspired stuff. Well, I because we did play a twenty-five-minute video. We did. Yeah. Of, 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 was it anything spiritually? Yes, uh, it was moving? awesome. No. It, was, it was spiritual. No, we're talking about first this morning. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then I missed yeah. that part. This this evening though, I I taught a full lesson. So also, you just you just well, I, the whole video. I, I I sent it to you. <laughs> I feel like yeah. this. I, feel I, I I basically changed most of it. Oh, gee, thanks. <laughs> I feel like this anger is coming from the ESV versus NIV discussion yeah, we had is, earlier. It is. Uh, we were talking about being brainwashed in college. Yeah. Um, they give you a free Bible and pay you pay them thousands of dollars and they brainwash you. Let See, me tell you, ESV they do make you pay thousands of dollars. Yeah. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. Probably. The most expensive um, NIV to ESV conversion possible yeah. is to go to Cedar Hill University. They'll get you on ESV fast. Uh, but anyway... Uh, what I talked to the youth kids about and got into today was compassion, just the concept of it. And kind of something I should have for you. Was that? <laughs> I said, yeah, may- I maybe show a little, man. It's been a long day for. I know you've had a long day, but I had to teach youth twice. Well, once kind of. <laughs> well, uh, twice. But I, I also did praise and worship, so that got that. I've done it three times a week for sixteen years. <laughs> I know, but that's your job. <laughs> so I preached twice today. Yeah, but that's your had job. Had a meeting at <laughs> five o'clock to teach people about how you use a smart board yeah. for a Sunday school class. I know, in the I know. I'm not, I'm not trashing. And then you, I, okay. I'm just he saying. Was, he was saying he was actually complimenting you because he was talking about how hard it is. He did it for one day I'm just and saying, thought it was difficult. You guys I, do it every I worked, week. <laughs> I worked a separate job all week, overtime too, which I didn't want to do. And uh, I, I was fine with leading youth today. I'm just saying. I wasn't prepared this morning because I've been working well, and, you're, you're, and then you're editing defense, videos all day. somebody that was supposed to do it that they got sick. Yeah. And we're not going to mention names, but it was somebody that was on this podcast. Just yeah. <laughs> Yesterday. Or last week. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, for the compassion verse, um, the, the verse here was Colossians 3, chapter 3, verse 12, uh, through, we'll, do, we'll go into 14. Uh, put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you. So you also must forgive. Um, and what was cool and what I kind of got into with the youth group, um, kind of what we covered last week on the podcast, just kind of having these natural, um, these natural feelings that we have kind of built into us from God that can't really be explained otherwise. And I think compassion's a big one. Um, so like just us naturally feeling compassion uh, is something that I feel like is a great indicator that we're not just a bunch of evolving molecules that just came <clears throat> together. It's like we're made by someone who showed compassion and kindness mm-hmm. and humbleness and gentleness and so forth. Um, so yeah, we just, just, I, I just think it's a cool concept. I mean, yeah. so if that even makes sense. <laughs> oh, yeah, it does. Um, yeah, I kind of like that idea because I mean, not to take it a different way, but I've been thinking about this an awful lot. Like, you know, for the people who say, well, you know, there's, there's really is no God, there's nothingness. We were created by whatever. Then why do we have laws? Why do we have <laughs> rules? Why do we have something? Exactly. Like, 
Why would we govern? If I believe that, I'm I'm just going to do what I want to do. I, if I feel like running you down the street, I'm just going to do it. And I wouldn't feel remorse about that. Uh, I just come in your house, take what I want, smack your kid, shoot yeah. your dog. I mean, what, there's if yeah. there's no rules, if there's nothing to live by, then what's it matter what we do? Yeah, it just doesn't well, matter. To, to add to your point, when an investigator, there's ways that investigators know when you're lying. They pick up on certain traits exactly, yeah. of eye you blinking, lying. blinking a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. so there's things that Looking are there that the body is naturally resisting the urge yeah. to to lie. It's mm-hmm. wanting to tell and, truth. And what's cool is that um, part of what I taught to the youth today was the. Uh, the story in the Bible about the the woman who or the, the two women who were fighting over the baby, and the uh, the king went to Solid. to chop it in half, um, and one as it was happening had this just out cry of compassion, and that just that just showed. And another cool thing is that the the Hebrew word for compra- compassion in the Bible stems from the word womb. Mm-hmm. Um, so it I mean it it just kind of ties in that compassion is something that. Um, we just kind of have with us. And it's just something that, like, I feel like everyone is built with it. Like, I think it kind of differs from kindness. I think kindness is more like a not, what's the word for it? Like an, an attitude almost, or just yeah. like a front maybe sometimes. But compassion is something that's like within us and something that we can demonstrate um, anytime. So, Well, and to piggyback onto what Dan was saying earlier, I feel like compassion for someone that like you said, is like labels themselves as an atheist or whatever. It's so counterintuitive because like you were saying, if we tried to go with the argument that we evolved from something, you, that would take the place of like survival of the fittest. So you're going to take advantage of people to give yourself the best outcome. Well, then why do we have this feeling of, someone else is hurting and we hurt with them or we care for them or try and help them. Like if, if that was the main out outlook outcome, we would take advantage of that person because it would just be like, this can benefit us right now. Let's take advantage of them. So I, it just kind of doesn't make sense to even argue that because it it's totally counterintuitive to how that should work. We shouldn't have feelings like that if that was that were yeah. the case. Well, I mean, it's and you could take the conversation completely different, but it's even things like <clears throat> like language. Like um, they've done studies and studies and studies, basically, to prove that the language, like to know how to speak, is is already in you. Like when a a kid doesn't necessarily learn to speak, they're not they don't learn the language. It just has to be brought out of them. Yeah. So like you're born with language already learned. You just have to develop enough to actually use it. So mm-hmm. we're we're born with these things yeah. already instilled in us. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, think about the the whole process <clears throat> of learning the language. If you didn't have any concept of tongue movement or mouth movement, I mean, it it would be a lot more. I mean, think kids learn to speak automatically just by hearing their parents and stuff speak. Yeah. So, I mean, it's proven that there are things already naturally inside of us. It just needs to be released. Yeah. So, I mean, you could take it that direction too. Going back to the, the, the conversation of compassion too, it's like, you know, I think there is that battle inside of us that it's naturally there, but the world tries to cause us not to, we can become a harsh with people. Maybe yeah. like I was harsh with you. I apologize. Yeah. We're a little bit. I apologize. <laughs> You're a good guy. <laughs> but you know, the, the idea is, is, 
you know, to keep ourselves focused on Christ enough to where we do show compassion to people because we don't know their shoes. We don't know where they've been. We don't know what they've been going through. And sometimes it's easy to compartmentalize or put people in boxes or, you know, label people a certain way. Mm -hmm. And and we, we need to try to, you know, make sure that we don't let that just be our thought pattern. Exactly. Yeah. We need to show compassion for people. For sure. Yeah. And another thing that I, I mentioned today was, especially these days, compassion just absolutely shines a, a flare in the world. Like mm-hmm. it just, it just is almost abrasive how much it contrasts a lot of stuff that goes on today. That's why on freaking Facebook, a viral video will be just some guy doing what he's supposed to, like helping an old lady cross the street. Like, yeah. look at this guy. He helped an old lady cross the street. God bless his heart. And like, that's something that like, that should just happen, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. It's a crazy world we live in. Um, and it's just good to, even though it may seem like a, a simple concept, like there's a lot that kind of goes into compassion, like where it stems from and um, how much it truly matters. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, anything else? No. No. I'm hungry. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. Um, thanks, we'll for the, thanks for the Eminem. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> you were the only one that offered I, me. No, anything. that's no problem. <laughs> I, I just felt like I had to share. You're yeah, like, you know what I mean? It's I just compassion. Was it even a share package? Nah, it was a single. <gasps> it was a single? But wow. we survived. Wow. We yeah. survived. That was compassion right there. Yeah, I mean, I'd be kind of a dirt bag if I didn't. Like, <laughs> no, you didn't get any. So. <laughs> I appreciate it. That's no problem. It's fueled me through the podcast. Yeah, yeah. that's good. <laughs> yeah. It's been a long day. Yeah, it is. All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for watching. Uh, we'll be back next weekend. I don't think Eric's going to be here next weekend. No. Uh, we I another, will be. We got another business meeting next week. Yeah. Sweet. A lot of meetings going on. But anyway, thanks for watching. I don't know if Ryan will be. Or, uh, Adam? Adam will be. Oh, maybe we won't do one next weekend. We'll find out. We'll probably <laughs> talk about Stay tuned. Stay it might tuned. just be me and you. Yeah. Just journey me into the Ryan unknown. Ryan and Dan's journey into the unknown. <laughs> we'll do a cover. We could, we, we could do, do a cover. Dude, let's do it. We could sit here and do a cover. Dude, and just upload You ever it? see Mercy Me's grab bags where they do like the covers I after love the covers those. are so good? That's my dream to be on that, that That's show. That's awesome. <laughs> you should do that. That'd be kind of a fun episode. Mm-hmm. It would be. All right. Anyway, thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, catch you next time. Make sure to catch up on the old vids. Deuces. Peace. Peace. Yeah. Moral dilemma in the house. Yup. Yeah. Like a mouse. Yeah.